What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Triple Threat. I'm Scott Kayla. I'm here with James Stark. What's going on, guys? And Joey Dubois. Hello there. Uh, we're going to start off the show. You might have heard we had a different intro song this week, and that's because we're going to start off by talking about Justin Timberlake is going to be the halftime show at this year's Super Bowl. Which When was this released? Uh, at least a few days I ago. I think it was... It was last Sunday. It was during the Patriots game because uh, I remember seeing it during. The I, I had not heard about this yet, but um, I'm welcome excited on, for it. Welcome him back to the big stage. You did um, several years back. I was like around two. I think it was 2004. I, I thought it was I think, 2004. I think I saw that when I was looking it up before. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, clearly there was a an incident at that Super Bowl. I don't really recall. I was kind of young at the time. Yeah, accidentally um, ripped off Janet Jackson's shirt. That's when I became a man. That's when I became a man. Wardrobe malfunction of sorts. Um, so I'm glad that the NFL has gotten over that. They moved on, and Justin Timberlake's back on the big stage. Because um, I mean, the Super Bowl halftime shows. Lady Gaga wasn't that bad. Yeah. I, I would. I will give her credit. for It that. wasn't ex- something to look forward to, though. You're kind of yeah. like, oh, Gaga. I was expecting a lot right. less from Lady Gaga, but that, her show was fine. And then, I mean, before that, you haven't really had a great show. I don't show even remember. Like, you had that weird mashup of Coldplay and. I think Beyonce. Coldplay, Beyonce, and Bruno Mars were all together. That was the Panthers Broncos one. Yep. Um, but, I mean, the Who was a few years back. Yep. Um, just overall, not a whole lot of memorable ones, but, yeah, but Justin this, I feel like this is one you can definitely get behind and look forward to. Justin Timberlake is a millennial legend. Yeah, at this point. I'd say now, so. Now that we're moving into that stage where we're that generation, like maybe a little bit before us, entering adulthood. Yeah. This is a perfect, perfect opportunity for him to. Shine, I would say. Yeah, he's certainly the songboard of songbird of. I'd say maybe even two generations, because like you yeah. said, you got those those youngins that are becoming adults now. But can't it's, forget recent hits such yeah. as "Suit and Tie" and, <laughs> and "Mirrors," to uh, two tremendous songs that you know really and, uh, got him in with this next generation. What was that as well. song last? It was around last winter. Um, ooh, there was TKO. I don't know if that's no. the one you're oh, I know what thinking it is. of. Is, is it, it, sunshine, it headlined. It headlined pocket um, one. Yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Good to the roll in my feet. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? I can't don't stop. Stop. I don't know if that's what the words is. it? I don't know. I just, I just come up with the, words. Can't stop the feeling. Can't, can't fight, can't the, stop feeling. The, can't can't fight, fight the, the feeling. Yeah, it's the same thing. But um, I just remember it headlined uh, um, Hyannis. Oh, it was like oh, the song yeah. of the week. Oh, my goodness. It was yeah. in the video after and everything. That was tough. Yeah. That's only the one negative you can take out of Hyannis. Everything else. Hyannis is lit. Hyannis is fantastic. I love Hyannis. So, a little sidetrack there, but uh, we'll get back on with the show. I guess we'll go into Kyrie. He's just full of stupid statements. He, I, Good thing he's good at basketball because he's brain dead. No offense, Kyrie. I love you for being a great basketball player and everything, but, man, you're dumb. He said that he thought he actually thought that they were playing on the Bucks old court. Is well, that correct? I actually did more re- – not did more research, but just found out more, and it actually was the old stadium. It was it's across the street because yeah, when we like, initially right. talked yeah, about uh-huh. it, it we thought it was the new stadium, but just with a painted floor over it. Okay. It was the old stadium, but I'm it positive they took court. the necessary yes. precautions to create an NBA court and put down you know the newest materials and not the ones from. 40 years ago or 30 years ago whenever that stadium closed down. What did he say? He's like, my, my safety is one of my top concerns and I do not feel comfortable yeah, he, playing on this old court. He said as soon as he stepped foot onto it, he knew something was <laughs> off. I took three <laughs> steps onto the court and realized something was wrong. Little did he know it wasn't an old court. It was actually brand new and just a retro style. Well, in Kyrie's defense, he did come out and say that the, the flat earth thing was just a joke. Oh, I really? I don't know. Uh, it, was, it was a mm, while ago. Mm, sure. Yeah, but sure. what he said was, like, he just wanted to get a rise out of people. Yeah. But I don't see why he would do that. It just doesn't... To even get he's Jaylen, so strange. He got Jalen Brown on board if it was a joke, though, which I thought was kind of funny. And the then on with, top of that, I mean... It's a good hag. We haven't mentioned what he said to the 76ers fan as what, he was oh, uh, yeah. coming back we, we don't, for halftime. No. Uh, bleep bleep, scene, um, bleep my scene. bleep. Yeah. Um... But that was funny. I thought that, that was, was hilarious. I thought it was absolutely hilarious. I mean, it at first, good. I didn't even think it was him. I thought it was just a fake video, as a Chris Move might say. But once I you hear it again, it, it was hilarious. So, yeah, I'd, I'd yeah, love... Yeah, for it, didn't he? 25K. I'd love for my Boston athletes to be people that I, you know, agree with off the court as well, or, you know, believe to be intelligent. But in the end, they are just athletes, so... I mean, Kyrie's an idiot, but he's, as long as he's producing on the court, I don't really care too much. He did say much. he loved Boston, so yeah, I guess he's taken good. in the Boston culture of just 
yelling what's on your mind because that's really what anyone from Boston does. Someone yells at something at you, you just tell them to off. But bleep. That's fair. That's fair. I don't. I don't mind it at all. Am I wrong? No, I don't think all. I am. No, you're fine. Bostonians speak their mind. We're called massholes for a reason. That's true. That's very true. All so, right. Moving, uh, on. moving on. We got Marshawn Lynch. This, I was very confused. I, why an NFL? What coach lets an NFL player practice with a high school team? Yes. Yeah, so Marshawn suspended this week, and a video released last night of him practicing. In a scrimmage with a high school team. Am I the only one taken back by this? Well, that's um, one way to get your uh, high school team prepared for whoever no, they're playing this next the week. The first clip was him. He juked out a bunch of kids, and then he just literally made a beeline for a, a D-back and just decked him, put him on his ass, and then stiff-armed another kid's face into the turf. I and But one of the plays, the high school team had like this. Probably The kid was at least 6'6", six, six, well over 300 pounds. Kid was absolutely huge, and he Marshawn had nowhere to go, and the kid ended up like falling on him, and then he used Marshawn's helmet to stand up, like push directly on his face mask. I I thought Marshawn was gonna get up and like throw his helmet at him, but I, I also feel like Marshawn definitely could like laugh that one off. See, like he knows that he's better than everybody, so when someone wants to like have a little fun with him, he's older, he's the elder there. Yeah, I was waiting for the next play for him just to run, run direct. Right the yep. next clip for him. <laughs> Just to be him running directly and putting his like crown of his helmet right into the fat kid's stomach, I was, but I was surprised. Marshall Lynch that. breaks his neck at a high school football practice, and his career is over, possibly his life. Hey, he's got to stay in shape somehow. Uh, I guess that's all we got on that. Yeah, that's yeah. all we really have for football. I mean, weeks. Do we have anything for week seven that was big? Go past. Uh, hey, hey yep. Joey, your Ravens had a hell of a game Thursday night. Uh huh. Uh-huh. That's, hey, tri- that's hey, week eight technically, but yeah, my Ravens, baby. Yeah. If we had a stock watch for the NFL, that'd be my team easily. Should have, should have done that. Uh, Chiefs lost again. I mean, after that hot start, they lost on that last second touchdown. Is yeah. there anything, anything else that was really big? Pats are back. Yep. Pats, Pats are, back. are back, baby. We'll get we'll get a little more into that later. And Carson Wentz is really good. I think that's yeah. That's a stat. Carson, Carson Wentz is a he might be a magician. Oh, yeah. So some of those plays. I, Eagles look fantastic. Yeah. I didn't, you didn't expect that at the beginning of the year. You expected them. Probably to finish fourth in the division at the beginning of this year because you have Cowboys, Giants, Redskins. What was he drafted? Was it second? No, second third, overall. Second because no, Zeke was third. Zeke was third or fourth. Third, I One. think, and Goff was first. Yeah, Goff was first. Definitely doing a lot better than Goff is improved from last yeah, year. Yeah, Goff is looking fantastic too. Rams look great. Definitely, I don't think he's on the same level as Wentz no. anywhere close though. So the Eagles got... are looking pretty solid. Mm-hmm. They beat. Uh, that team that we don't say the name. That just, Washington I just, I just team. I said it, so I, I Oh, you did? I, I missed it. The Washington it. Professional Football. We'll bleep that. Washington yeah, you're going to need to bleep franchise. that one out. Yeah. Screw you, Sorry, Cam. Guys. But Cam was too much of a chicken to come on the show oh, this Oh, yeah, week. he was because the Redskins He said lost. that we made him out to look like a, a bad kid or a degenerate. Is that what he yep, said? Yep, he said Something a like degenerate. That. I, have, I have the text. And I don't now, understand. I don't what understand. are we doing right now? We're just going to badmouth him again. Who cares? Who cares? You brought this upon yourself. That's what we got for football this week. Well, for for now, for yeah. now, for now, for, now. for hot more, topics of the hot past Hot topics, week. at least. Uh, and now we got Markel Fultz. We're gonna do the NBA. Uh, yeah, his shoulders inflamed. He's can't has so much it. fluid in his shoulder that he can't lift it over his head to shoot. I mean, look at his free throw form. That was ugly. I saw a video of him. I think he, I don't know if he airballed it or if he just literally just whipped he, it off the backboard. He can't shoot with his right arm. Like he was taking shots lefty. It was. It was pretty bad. That's good. Well, if there's one thing we've learned from the Sixers is that they'll be very cautious, maybe even overly cautious. With their injuries? With Markel Fultz. Uh, as we saw, they did it to to a great uh, a great job with MVP Joel Embiid. Yeah, arguably an MVP candidate and uh, top five player in this league, Joel Embiid. So to see what they did with him, I just hope they take you know the necessary precautions with Fultz as well because clearly Fultz is a special player. So you don't want to rush him back there onto the court clearly as the Sixers have been doing well, not not super well, obviously, but decent without him. So I think you keep him out as long as you yeah, have maybe to. Maybe sit him out two years, and then if we're talking about this in another two years and we don't take injury into consideration, probably going to be a top-five player. Probably going to be it's an MVP looking, candidate. It's looking like it. Well, sure. I mean, there's three guarantees in life at this point. That's death, taxes, <laughs> and diesel. And diesel, mate. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> death, taxes, and diesel. So... Down the road, might look at Markel Fultz being a top five player in the NBA, but at this point in time, injured Sixers rookies is just a guarantee. So 
That'll happen for the next. But that years. sounds like you were taking injuries into account with that evaluation. Well, unfortunately, the Sixers have been the last few years, and that, that's probably their fault, not ours. So, you can blame those doctors, those team doctors. But death taxes and injured Sixers rookies, or even Diesel, those are all guarantees in yeah. a person's lifetime. Joey, would you like to introduce the next hot topic? Yeah, yeah, I'd love to. So we got the Cleveland Cavaliers doing a few funky things here recently. A few what? This is a clean podcast, Joey. I thought you knew this. Funky. Um, oh, yeah, I wasn't oh. sorry. I was fogging up the windows there, but um, so the Cleveland Cavaliers started Dwayne Wade at shooting guard to start the year uh, move that I think we all kind of were a little skeptical of and quickly moved him to the bench right away. And with all this lineup shifting, they've put LeBron James out there starting at point guard. He's done a pretty solid job so far. So the Cavs really kind of already seem like they don't really know what they're doing, at least compared to how they planned on this year going coming into the year. They kind of abandoned that already. So to see the Eastern Conference favorite, the Cavs, making all these weird moves this early in the year, it's got to be kind of concerning for Cavalier fans. I mean, you look at so far, they lost to the Nets the other night, which I don't think anybody without, in their right mind. Without the Nets uh, you know, superstar, D'Angelo Russell. So or Jeremy, Jeremy, or Jeremy Lin. What yeah, happened well, to Jeremy Lin? I thought Lin? you were saying... What? You get what? Jeremy Lin? Jeremy Lin? <laughs> what? Are we taking injuries? Oh, no, no. shoot. I oh, forgot we can't do that. It was, he was just rusting. Yeah. He was just rusting for a while. But, yes, yeah, so two starting guards. I mean, the Lakers, or not the Lakers, the Cavs. They have that one loss to the Nets. Who else did they lose to? I feel like they had one more loss. The Cavs? Yeah. Didn't they lose to somebody else? Um, yeah, they definitely did. And they um, have to get lost. The they beat the Bucks. Yep, they did beat the Bucks. They beat the Celtics. Oh, they lost to the Magic. They got pounded by the Magic. By the Magic? Yeah, I they got pounded that. by the Magic. Uh, I think their biggest issue at this point is, sure, LeBron's playing fine at point guard. Then you look at that starting lineup, which is J.R. Smith, Jay Crowder, Tristan Thompson, and Kevin Love. Bombs. The other night. You go to their bench. You go to their bench. It's entirely guards. Derrick Rose is hurt. Isaiah Thomas is out for... Ante Zizic? Uh, Yeah. yeah. Coach's decision. I don't think he's played yet this year, Uh, unfortunately. He's the crown jewel of that trade, (laughs) But you go to the bench, you have Kyle Korver, Amon Shumpert, Dwayne Wade, Jose Calderon. Uh, what depth do you have? Jeff Shannon, Green? Yeah, Jeff, Jeff Green? Green. Jeff Green is there. The closest guy. thing to a big you And got. then you have Shannon Fry, of course. Wow. But it, that's mainly guards, and that's, I think, where they're falling short. Because once those guys are taken out, sure, LeBron can play 40-plus minutes a game. Just the other guys aren't able to pick up the slack that you have when you put all your bigs on the floor at the same time. So... I think that's got to be the Cavs' biggest issue at this point, just balancing their lineups, especially with the injuries that unfortunately have been taken into account for them so far this year. So I think the Cavs eventually will bounce back. It's definitely not going to be a year-long thing, but at the moment, figuring this thing out is going to hurt them early on in the year. I think that's all we got for the Cavs? I think that's all we got for the Cavs, other than the fact that the Bucks are taking the one seed. Yeah. So there we go. Uh, but last- hey, the Celtics took them down. Yeah, that's true. That Celtics is true. Celtics looking like they're figuring it out. The Celtics there was a, one game this week yeah. where Kyrie, Tatum, and Brown all had twenty plus, which is and then obviously last great night, to see. Horford shot eleven for fourteen and four for five for three. Love to see so that. You, you don't see that very often out of him. You know, he's normally he gets a lot, decent amount of assists, okay rebounder, really not that great, and then uh, fifteen or so points. But I mean, he really he really shined last night. I would say, and Kyrie had twenty. Again, so yeah, had a solid conversation with Big Brian McKenzie about that game with <laughs> <laughs> the the three players with twenty plus. So the Celtics definitely look like they're figuring figuring things out a lot quicker than people would have expected them to, and that is just fantastic. And I was I mentioned this earlier a little bit. It's when you have Gordon Hayward back on this team next year, and you already have Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum develop. Terry Rozier looking fantastic too. This team is going to be a threat for years to come, and the Bucks as well with their young talent. So. Those two teams eventually will take the East, and who knows? East takes over the West eventually. Kyrie's handles are filthy. Yeah, Kyrie, that's very under. Like, people can see him as a scorer and a shooter, but his handles. The are, way he controls the ball he, is he like. He really is I don't think, one of, if not the best ball handler in the league. Oh, he has I, incredible I'd handles. I'd say he probably is. And that, I, I would have said that last year. I'm not even saying mm-hmm. that just because he's on the Celtics. Yeah. It, he probably has the best handles and ball control in the league. But I can't think of anyone else who really is. Well, Steph Curry has a really cool pregame warm-up. Yeah, I mean, so, that really correlates to the game. So, I mean, that's a really cool thing he He had that one he play. He, Steph Curry just likes to make, like, big guys 
He waits till there's a center on him. Well, there was makes that Chris Paul. Dumb. There was that Chris Paul crossover behind the back on the baseline, and that was a really sick play. I will give him credit for that, as much as I hate him. That was but. good. But Kyrie will take a guard that's defending him, wait mm. for a double team to come, make both of them look stupid, and then somehow finish around another big man. Mm-hmm. He he's just ridiculous. Is that all we got for the NBA hot topics? Still have one so. one more hot topic. And to now cover. it's time for me to clock out. Uh, we got the World Series. It's currently what's the one, series at? One one. I believe it's well one, one. as the time of this recording. As of I think two more games Friday, will have been October, done. Friday October twenty seventh at seven thirty three. Uh, so far it's one one. There's a big game. The last game in the series was a big one. A lot of home runs hit late in the game. It was like six or after the ninth. After the ninth. After the eighth. Uh, Astros came out on top. Astros in five. Was that was that the prediction? That was that was mine. I don't know if I made it on this show, but you can certainly ask my father, and he will confirm. I said Astros in five. I thought they would get one in LA. Now all they got to do is win three in Houston, where they've been pretty much unstoppable this postseason. So I'm sticking by Astros in five as my pick. What do you got, James? Uh, I'll go Astros in six. I think that they'll they'll win that final one in Dodger Stadium. I hope they do at least. I'd rather see. Red Sox lose to the champion, and also see Alex Cora walk out with a ring. So, Dodgers bring that, and six. Bring that championship experience. So clearly, you don't want the championship experience. On I'm the going Red Dodgers. Sox, Dodgers and six. My Dodgers. Your Dodgers. <laughs> so that's all we got for hot topics. We're yeah, good. and now we're gonna go to that uh, our new new segment, segment that Joey mentioned. introduced last week with our our stock watch. And for those of you who don't know, Joey, you want to give a quick explanation again on what this is? Yeah, so just because we're all Celtics fans, I felt like it might get a little old if we just talk about the Celtics you know, every week for the whole year. So I came up with the idea that we each pick a Western Conference team to kind of track as the year goes on and you know see how their stock goes up and down over the course of the next few weeks. So yeah, uh, Joey picked the Nuggets, James the Timberwolves, and I picked the Oklahoma City Thunder. Joey, do you want to start off with how your Nuggets are doing? Sure, sure. So the Nuggets off to a bit of a slower start than I would have hoped, but they're trying to fit in a big piece down there in Paul Millsap. Their only win being against the Sacramento Kings, so certainly not what one might call a quality win. But they lost to the Jazz, a pretty solid team. The Wizards, a very good team. And the Hornets, that's the only one that is kind of worrisome to me. But like I said, fitting Millsap in there is a, is a tough task. So I think they'll get on track soon, especially with uh, who I believe is a Denver Nugget in waiting, Eric Bledsoe, about to head over there. So I think if they make that move for Bledsoe, they're certainly a team to watch out for in the West and really in the NBA. But you just have to, I think, give them a little bit more time to gel as Millsap kind of relies on chemistry with his teammates a lot, as we saw in Atlanta. So once that team gets it going, I think they'll be a very good team out there in the West. We're on to the T-Wolves. Um, so far off to a, a slower start as well. They are 2-3 and three right now, almost at 500, uh, ninth in the Western Conference. But they are a Andrew Wiggins' bank shot buzzer beater away from being 1-4. <laughs> and four, and the OKC Thunder could be 3-1. and one. But so the T-Wolves. Rematch tonight. T-Wolves, obviously they do have a lot of, of um, efficient offensive players. You had Wiggins and Cat. Uh, top five player in the league, I would say, coming back. And um, you have the additions of Jeff Teague and Jimmy Butler. So finding that offensive balance and figuring out the defensive issues that clearly are still going on. They're one of the worst teams defensively in the league right now. Uh, Figuring out that offensive chemistry is going to be a big part in determining this team's success. Uh, I think it'll come sooner than later. All these guys seem like very... Like, they're not those type of superstar athletes. They're all stars. Um... Andrew Wiggins, I wouldn't say the star. Jeff Teague also not really one, but like they're definitely often they have that offensive presence. But Jimmy Butler and uh, Carl Anthony Towns definitely are stars. So once you figure out how to balance that, as a lot of other teams in the league have with their super teams, that'll come sooner than later. T Wolves will be fine after a while. They also need to figure out the defensive struggles, and I think they're okay. All right, now we got the Thunder, who are playing James's T Wolves tonight. Quick rematch from a few nights ago. Go Wolves. Go Thunder. So we got that. Go um, Nuggets. Ah, all right. Yeah. Um, last the few first few games. I mean, the big three, if you'd call it that, in OKC between Westbrook, Mello, and Paul George, is they seem to be doing pretty well. Last night, Mello had a big game, put up some numbers. Uh, 
My bold statement from last week, looking pretty good. Westbrook had another triple-double last night. Uh, upcoming schedule looks all right. We got the Timberwolves, winnable game. Bulls, definitely a winnable so. game. A little bit of a two tough games after that. We got them playing the Bucks. Anthony DeCumpo, who knows who's going to guard him. Maybe Paul George, I don't know. Yeah, I'd say so. See how Paul George does with that. And then we they're coming to play the th- – uh, are they playing at? They're playing the Celtics in, on the 3rd, next Friday. Next I think Friday. it's in OKC then, because I, I would have looked into tickets for that in the Definitely. last couple I, of days. Yeah, I would have been interested as well. So, yeah, tough tough couple of games coming up, but I like their chances. They definitely got a good team. Just like the Celtics, they're trying to figure out uh, the chemistry with three big pieces, maybe even bigger pieces than the Celtics, because they're definitely more on that superstar status. So we'll see how they continue to gel as the season goes on. And yeah. I think that's all we got for stock watch this week. Yeah, I'd say the Thunder definitely meshing very well already. I'd say better than expected this early in the year. Yeah. So that's always a good sign for Billy Donovan down there. All right. Are we on to the point spread policy? We are on to the point spread policy. <laughs> all right, let's see it. Oh. Uh, Where are my texts with John L? have all the picks already lined up. All right. Are we ready? I am ready. Bull team, home, left team favored. The Saints, not the Falcons. The Saints play in Chicago. In New Orleans, the Saints are favored by nine and a half points. No way. Give me the Bears. Give me the Bears. Da Bears. Joey, any comment on this one? It's a big spread. It's a big spread, but New Orleans is hot. I got to go with New Orleans in this one. I don't don't see your beef with the Bears, but... (laughs) No no beef, but... We're going to go down this road again? I just don't... I don't see what's to love with with the Bears right now. Did you watch the game last week? Yeah, I saw two defensive touchdowns from a guy I never heard of, so I'm not... (laughs) Bunch of savages on the defensive side of the ball. That's how the Bears play. (laughs) 85 Bears. You see that defense? I would not compare. (laughs) I'm just saying they're a defensive team. Always have been, always will be. Sure. Uh, Sure. Not under Mitch Trubisky, who... uh, Cool factoid I saw this week. Uh, Mitchell Trubisky. Cool factoid I saw this week. Um, There have been three occurrences in which... uh, team has thrown or had less than five completions. Um, Mitch Trubisky and and one less than five mm-hmm. completions and one, which was Trubisky uh, this past weekend. Tim Tebow a few years ago and uh, Chris Wenke, uh even farther back. All teams coached by John Fox. Lot, only only occurrences in like the last forty plus years in which a team has had less than five completions and one. So ground and pound exactly, and have a nice defense that helps. Denver. Yes. Panthers defense. They had Julius Peppers back in the day, so they did. Next one, Atlanta in New York playing the Jets. Atlanta's favored by four and a half. I think it'd be pretty sad if Atlanta continues this downward trend. Yeah, I think Atlanta's got to bounce back. They, sh- they should win by a touchdown against at least. the Jets. So I'll go. I'll go Atlanta. Yeah, Atlanta as well. Tampa Bay at home favored by two and a half against the Panthers, coming off their loss to the Bears. The Bears. I mean, I. The Panthers lost, and I'd expect a bounce back from them. But, you know, Cam Newton is just wildly inconsistent. We thought he was back, and then he, the Panthers didn't score a touchdown against the Bears. And That defense, he, I'm telling you. can say you, the defense I'm is like that, that team, but the Bears' defense certainly isn't a top-tier defense in the league. Come on. Come so, on. Though Come on. inconsistencies with the Panthers at this point, I'd have to go with the Buccaneers. Well, for that exact reason is why I'm going to go with the Panthers because I feel like every time I count the Panthers out, that's when they come up with a big win. So I'm going to go Panthers in this one just because I feel like I, I'd be mad at myself if I didn't do it. I'm going to side with Joey on this one and go with Carolina as well. Next one, we have the Eagles. They are playing the 49ers. 12.5 point spread in Philly. If you can beat the Washington football team. You can, you can pound anybody. I wasn't going to say that. <laughs> But I actually, yeah, I think they could beat San Francisco. Twelve and a half, though. Uh, I don't know. This one's tough. Fly Eagles, fly! I just made it easy for you. Go Carson Wentz, MVP. Can't argue with that. I guess I'll, I'm gonna go with Philadelphia. I'm Big go game with, out of Wentz. I'm gonna go with the Niners. Too big of a spread for me to pick the to pick against them here. Next one, we got Buffalo at home, favored by two and a half against Oakland. No Marshawn. He's too busy playing with high schoolers. I mean, you can say no Marshawn, but in the end, he really hasn't had as big of an impact on this no, team as people all. expected him to. 
So I'm going to stick with the Raiders this week. I mean, Buffalo had a nice start to the season, but I think the Raiders are finally on the come up. They're last in the AFC West currently. I still expect them to uh, at least contend for that top spot. So I'll go Raiders. I'm going to go Raiders as well. I think that last week against uh, the Chiefs really kind of revived their season a little bit. So I'd probably even say that they should be the favorite in this one after that performance last week. So I'm going to go Oakland in this one. Go with the sweep because I'm going Oakland as well. Cincinnati at home, favored by 10.5 against the Colts. A very large spread, and that's exactly why I'm going to say this is a lock for me. Colts will cover that spread. Yeah, I'm going Colts as well. Oof. That's a big spread, but the Colts are terrible, so I'm going to go Cincinnati. The Patriots at home this weekend. John L. will be attending that game. Shout out, John L. Uh, Pat's favored by 7.5 against the Chargers. I pick New England. I pick, pick New England. Someone's got to pick against them. Ooh, ouch. <laughs> no, um, I'm going to go New England as Get well, and we it. can say Cam is here. Cam just showed up. And Cam, Hi, guys, who do you pick? Cam. Go Redskins. Uh, uh, Chargers. Go Chargers. Oh, okay. Thank you, Cam. So My someone picked Cameron. against the Patriots. So, yeah, sweep for New England. I feel bad about no, picking. No, not a sweep for New England. Oh, sweep for the, the triple threat. Yes, and some degenerate picked the Chargers. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Next one. I was looking at my picks for John. Seattle, Seattle at home. Seattle at home, favored by five and a half against Houston. Uh, Seattle has looked a little bit better than they did at the beginning of the year. I will give them credit for that. But I will go with Houston on this one. Coming off the bye week, Deshaun Watson has looked phenomenal. I think the bye week is a huge factor. And with how good the Texans defense is and how weak that offensive line is, I think Russell Wilson will have a tough day and the Texans will win. I don't know. I'm just I, I have a feeling Se- I have been rooting for Seattle all year. I don't know why, but that twelfth man, I feel like they're gonna be rocking. I, I I just have a gut feeling that Watson's gonna have a tough day against Seattle. Don't know why, just have that feeling I'm gonna go Seattle. Yeah, a rookie heading into Seattle's never a good sign to me, so I'm gonna go Seattle as well. Next one we've got Dallas in D C against this Washington team. Against the Washington professional football franchise, favored by two and a half. Dallas is favored by two and a half points. Eat, Zeke, eat. Go, Cowboys. I can't deny with that. Go, Cowboys. Go, Cowboys. (laughs) Pittsburgh, this is the Sunday night matchup. Coming off the bye week. Or not this team, but the next team. Pittsburgh, favored by three and a half. In Detroit, against the Lions, coming off their bye week. Uh, With all that preparation, I think it's really hard to pick against the Lions this week. Um, That's a bold statement. Certainly, I'd say one of the best teams in the league. So, Uh, I'd, I'd go Lions. I'd definitely go Lions here. Steelers are kind of like the Raiders for me, where they're just very hot right now, and I never pick against a hot team, so I'm going to go Steelers with this one. Yeah, James, those are a couple comments that I can't really get behind. You were, uh, you were doing so well. That's certainly fair. Um, I would say Detroit uh, looked kind of rough their last few games. Uh, yeah, I can, I can agree with that. They looked like a, one of the best teams in the NFC at the beginning of the year, and now they're not looking so great. Um, still, I think that division is theirs to lose. Uh, I also feel comfortable with them at home coming off a of bye week. Stafford's healed up for those injuries, so I, I would take Detroit for that. Reason. Yeah, but I, I agree with Joey. When Pittsburgh usually gets hot, they stay hot for a good amount of time until they usually play the Patriots, and then they cool down. So I'm going to go with Pittsburgh. I say Antonio Brown will get shut down in that game. But Le'Veon, By who? Uh, Darius Slay. He's definitely a top corner in the league. Definitely a top corner in the league. Okay. But Le'Veon Bell will tear apart that defense. Juju. He's he's the man right now. Has he found his bike yet? I don't think he has. That's unfortunate. I don't think he has. Did you see him shoot down uh, Mia Khalifa? Oh yeah, I did. That was funny. That was good. Who's Mia Khalifa? Uh, What does she do? I think she's a sports commentator. Oh, Oh. she has a show with Gilbert Arenas. Ask Deshaun Watson. He might know. Uh, And Baker Mayfield. No, wait. No, no. Baker Mayfield shot her down because Baker Mayfield has a girlfriend. He yeah. He told her he's like I'm loyal to. That's my Heisman. That's my Heisman right there. Nah. Sorry, Andy. Uh, oh, yeah. Monday night, Monday night we got Kansas City at home. I swear, didn't Kansas City play Monday night at home the other day, too? No, they played. Wait, wait no, they, they, played, they played Thursday, Thursday last, last week. week. Not, not no, I Thursday. Swear they had the another 26, one. I swear we picked Kansas City on a Monday night. No, they played Color Rush. I remember it was against. So they had their two last Thursday game? night games. No, they didn't because the first game was Thursday night. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Okay, the well, last... I'll look. I'll look real quick. But we were talking about it before the show, weren't we? They lost in like a last-minute touchdown, didn't they? Yeah, that was against Oak. Was Oakland? Oakland was last Thursday. Yeah, that was. They've Thursday. had two Thursday night games. Yeah, apparently, and a Monday night game. What do they have against Kansas Sundays? City prime time? 
I guess they just must have a lot yes, of religious. Yes, they played. Kid they played the Redskins on, the on Monday night. The who? They played. James, uh, they watch played the your Washington. Mouth. They played the Washington Jeez, professional God. football franchise on Monday night already this year, and now they've already played two Thursdays. So they've had two Thursdays and two Mondays. This is their second. They must Monday, be a yeah. very religious team. So, I mean, can't argue with can't, that. Can't. But unfortunately, the power of God will not be on their their Nick side this not time. On Sunday, Denver Denver didn't score a point last week. They're gonna be fired up. Mm. Their defense will shut down the Chiefs. And only lose by less than seven and a half. So I'll take Denver. Yeah, I agree. Denver will at least keep this competitive, mainly because to me, divisional games always give you that extra life. So I'm going to go. Denver keeps it close here. Kansas City wins, but Denver covers the spread. I'm going to go against you guys. I'm Casey's going to be fired up. They're both going to be fired up, but Casey's going to be a little more fired up. I'm going to win by ten. The Charger. They play the Chargers on Saturday, December sixteenth, in prime time. The Chiefs do. Yeah. I'm telling you, they're a religious team. Yeah, they do what they want. So that's all we got for the points for policy this week. And uh, just to keep the fans updated with the standings and points spread. Now that we've we've calculated all of them, uh, James is in the lead with 52 correct picks so far. He won won weeks one, three, and seven with a tie in week six with someone to be named in a couple of seconds. Joey won week two and week four. He has 45 total and... Scott won week five and tied week six with James, and he has 42. With Cam Pomeroy only getting four picks right in each, each week that he picked. Bum. So I'd say that's a degenerate degenerate pick right there. I can get behind that statement. Breaking news right here from Shams. From Shams. Charanaya. I can never pronounce his last name, but... Sources, the NBA has granted Boston an $8.4 million disabled player exception for the loss of Gordon Hayward for the season. It expires on March 10th. Call up Chris Bosh, see what he's doing, and let's see if he is heart is still pumping and get him <laughs> in on the squad. Uh, that's fine by me. We could we go out there and get anybody we want. Yeah. KG. Yeah. Can't wear his hoodie right, though. <laughs> We're moving on to he gone. We've got uh. I really hope we've he got six to this. or not six five. My goodness, we got five he gone's. The first one, Your Kiko. Man, Alon- Joey. We, can, we can credit Kiko Alonso for this. No, one. this he's not my man. No, my man is Terrell Ravens Suggs <laughs> and uh, also hard university. Close to even have on that Ravens defense. Yeah, they're really just a unit in my eyes. So yeah, the you Joe Flacco um, is uh, about as far from my man. Nada still on the team? Oh, oh no, he's on the Lions. Yeah. He's on the Lions, oh, and he's so out for the year with a torn Achilles. Can you name anyone else on that defense, Joe? Like Jimmy Smith, Jimmy Smith, the cornerback. That's There's sounds like a very generic. CJ Mosley, CJ Mosley, CJ Mosley. That's a, yeah. Ed Reed, uh, uh, no, Ray Lewis, no, um, no. Mm-hmm. Chris McAllister. Um, they have another linebacker. Ah, God. Mm, oh well, mine. but oh I mean, well. Ravens defense is always up there. Peace to Joe Flacco. Yeah, he got absolutely laid out by Kiko Alonso. John Harbaugh responded by yelling in Alonso's face. He was fairly mad. Tony Romo made a comment about that. Great commentator. Did. Did Great commentator. Did he predict it. Hey, watch this. John Harbaugh is about to go and get up in Kiko Alonso's face. Oh my goodness, he's doing it. <laughs> That's well, actually a pretty decent Tony Romo impression. Well, the Ravens, the Ravens are now embracing the Patriot way with Ryan Mallett under center. So, <laughs> in the end, they may be better off without uh, Joe Flacco. Well, clearly, the Dolphins, Joe Flacco elite? Dolphins not better with their backup quarterback because they got pounded, absolutely destroyed on Thursday Night Football, yeah, 40 to nothing. Really, really, really ugly performance from uh, Matt Moore. And just everybody on that Dolphins team, so... Um, Dolphins looking like probably the worst team in the AFC East. There's a big line of problems for the Dolphins over the Browns there in Miami. Just, Browns the Browns may be winless. Just pounding. Browns may just be winless, pounding but the Dolphins lines. could be the Their worst line, team. Their line, oh my god. Next one, Eric Bledsoe. Possibly being shipped, previously mentioned. I think the Nuggets would be no, his prime destination. Didn't he, want to, he wanted to be shipped. Yeah, he wants to be shipped because he does not want to be there. Maybe, if that's possibly. what he's referring Allegedly. to. He doesn't want to be somewhere near Phoenix or at least in Phoenix. I mean, a hair salon. Uh, a hair salon, possibly. But I like it'd be a perfect fit for the Nuggets. Shiv Emmanuel Moutier and Kenneth Fareed. Stock might sons. rise a little bit. Am I right, Joe? Stock. Well, stock is low now, so buy your yeah. stock now in Denver because if that move happens, that was that the original. That was the original um, trade or that I was anticipating. Simply being a member of the Nuggets in 2K, 
being a point guard, you know, you want to land in a position where you're going to get those minutes. Mm-hmm. Knowing Emmanuel Moutier was there, I mean, he's definitely not a star set of point guard. And with uh, Jamal Murray still being developed, they could always use a veteran like Eric Bledsoe to come in there. So I think it'd be smart for the Nuggets to do that, especially when they look like they could be a contender, at least in the near future. So I wouldn't mind that. Next, he gone. Who do we want to go with? I'd I'd say Earl Watson here is the yeah. is the next is the next natural step. Uh, three games into the year, zero uh, and three start two and, forty point losses. Yeah, and uh, Earl Watson gets the boot. And it's actually funny because, as James said, he's an avid two K player. I'm an avid two K player as well. I was doing a I'm franchise not. with the Phoenix Suns at that time, and Earl Watson was obviously the coach. And I couldn't help but notice that Earl Watson's coach grades were about. A D minus and a D for offense and defense, which is by far the worst coach grade I've ever seen in that game. I was talking to my brother about it actually. It, uh, the firing happened Sunday. I was talking to him about it Sunday afternoon, and then Sunday night, checked my phone, get a notification that Earl Watson had been fired after three games. So Earl Watson, uh, he gone. That's for sure. He long gone. Next one is a sad one for uh, us. Took the words out of my mouth. Us Patriots fans, uh. Big blow to an already spotty defense. High towers out for the year. Another injury for this team. I mean, we haven't seen something like this in a while. I would say. I mean, we only had High Tower for we. Didn't, he wasn't here for the start of the season. Yeah. Right. He had what was it? I forget what he hurt. Some um, injury. Yeah. <laughs> and now he had the surgery today, I believe. Season-ending shoulder surgery. Definitely a big blow. Our, I'd say our best defensive player. Certainly um, one of them, yeah. Yeah. Not Stephen Gilmore? He's Well, I, I for that one though, I gotta go Devin McCordy this year. It feels like yeah, every I definitely. feel like every time we need a big play, McCordy's been the guy to deliver it. Hightower is certainly the leader and obviously yes. the play caller, but I feel like McCordy I've I felt better eh, I'm wording that terribly. More times have I been like, Wow, what a nice play from Devin McCordy than I've been like, What a nice play from Dante Hightower this year. I can definitely see that. I was saying, call up Brandon Spikes, draw Mayo, get him back Brandon out there. Brandon Spikes used to be my favorite defensive player. Brandon Don't know Spikes why, was a Florida Gator. He was. Of, I think he won one ship. He won at least one ship, maybe two. But he uh, he got into some issues once he got into the league. So he had a good uh, good run with the Pats, but then like every other – he was with the Pats and then Went he left. The Bills. And then I thought the Bills was his second time leaving the Pats. Oh, no, I know he that he ended up on the Bills. Yeah, didn't do so well there. Came back to the Pats, produced a little bit, but I think his earlier years with when he was with the Pats, he was definitely yeah. he was a pretty good linebacker. I'd say I definitely liked him. We got a final he gone, which is a uh, breaking actually. Marcel Darius, Marcel Darius shipped from the Bills to the already loaded defense of the Jacksonville Jaguars, reunited with uh, Doug Marone as Joey mentioned. Your other earlier. team, Joey, right? Well. No, no, no. B- Bortles. I was so going to say, Bortles is your man if you if you took Blake Bortles and, and put, put him, him on the Ravens, oh, God, wow. oh my, I don't know if they'd lose a game, to be honest with you. But uh, Is that your bold statement? It's a little too bold, I think, so I'm going to actually rescind that statement. But uh, my bold statement, I also thought, or I mean, we're not there yet, but for my bold statement, I also thought about um, seeing Joel Embiid as the best player in the league, but... That's uh, very bold. Yeah, I don't. I don't did you take so, injuries really, but... into consideration? Well, no, 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 that's no, no. Okay, no. Well, then yeah. it's not that bold. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, anyone with eyes can see that. Oh, yeah, come on, come on. Top Diesel. five player, uh, easily. 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 Yeah, that's a little off topic, but uh, uh, Marcel Darius traded the Jags, loaded defense. Yeah, go Jags. They suck we're anyways. On, so. We're on a tweet of the week. Tweet of the week. Let's, let's uh, I don't have mine up. Who's who's gonna get there first? Probably not me. Probably not me either. Joey? I well, yeah, I, can, I know mine off the top uh, of my I head. I didn't even take a screenshot. Uh, so we alluded we alluded to it a little bit earlier. Uh, Eric Bledsoe <laughs> took to Twitter to express his frustrations with the Phoenix Suns organization, tweeting, "I don't want to be here." Obviously, not specifying exactly what he's talking about, but I think us with uh, brains out there could kind of put two and two together and realize. He's probably talking about Phoenix. Oh, yeah, hair salon. That's what I meant. Um, autocorrect on my voice there. Uh, so, yeah, Eric Bledsoe doesn't want to be somewhere. Who knows where? I got mine up right here. Um, so, we have at Tatum Better on Twitter saying that Kyrie and Kyrie Irving and Al Horford are the best point guard center tandem in the uh, NBA. And he didn't want people to reply to him. Added a little don't at me. 
to which we've got uh, at uh, Aiden replying, hold up, the Jerrion Grant and Robin Lopez die, and we all know that star-studded tandem of Jerrion Grant and Robin Lopez. They play for the Chicago Bulls. Mm. Um, certainly a team to look out for this year as they prepare to tank and hopefully get one of the top picks in the league. They are projected at this point to have the worst record in the league. So that tandem, I would say, I mean, put some supporting players around them. They're a playoff team, possibly one seed, maybe even better than the Warriors. So it's a good tandem. Add a couple players into that rotation and after this rebuilding process, and we'll see what happens. That's what I got oh, for my tweet of the week. Go ahead, all Scott. All right. Now I got from Kenny Ducey. Uh, fun fact, J.R. Smith's career field goal percentage is currently 420. And knowing J.R. Smith... 420 is usually a common reoccurring joke with him because everyone is there, is there proof that he's a stoner um just look at him yeah, yeah okay that, all right that's what i was gonna True. say all right. i don't think yeah, if you, you opened your eyes research you could yeah there's always those pictures of him with the squinty eyes so yeah it has the the um screenshot of jr smith's just profile and then it slowly zooms in on his this year's stats and career stats, and then field goal percentage, and then it just slowly goes to the 420. So there you go, J.R. Smith, Stoner, 420. Coincidence? I think not. He should just retire now, honestly. Should he not? Or just never shoot again, at least. He could just yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that's a stopper. stretch. You think if J.R. Smith's on a basketball court, 100% going to shoot the ball at some point. When I was in my internship today, I was watching a bunch of heat checks, uh, like best NBA heat checks in the ever mm-hmm. like three there's three of the videos that i've seen in the series J.R. smith pops up way too often and just, he'll, be on a, it. he'll be on a roll where he'll just make shot after shot after shot uh, the last one i watched it was him he just be taking fadeaways out of bounds in the playoffs against the hawks a few years ago and he just made everything and once he gets hot he's he hot he cannot miss if he gets in the zone he cannot miss but if he's not in the zone he will still continue to shoot and he'll end up like over 10 in the game and then so he's 42 percent free uh field goal percent shooter right now you uh, take those games where he doesn't make a shot, and then he'll go to games where he doesn't miss. So that's how that is so that's close to That's just who JR is. That's what we got for Tweet of the Week. So now we got some bold statements. Who wants to start off with their bold statement? Scott. I'll go okay. if, All right. if no one's stepping up. So uh, after watching the Celtics-Bucks game a couple nights ago, as, as it will be when this comes out, uh, it seemed pretty tough for the Celtics to stop Giannis Antetokounmpo in a lot of possessions. But one guy... As soon as he went out there, was not afraid at all, was Semi Ojale. I really liked what he did against Antetokounmpo the other night, especially for a guy considering it was his fourth game in the NBA, to see him D up the early MVP favorite as he did is very encouraging. So that has led me to say, to say that Semi Ojale will likely be the LeBron stopper for Celtics come playoff time if that matchup was to occur, because I don't really see anyone else on the Celtics capable of of guarding LeBron. Jalen Brown, I feel like, is too skinny, and Marcus Smart is too short. Can't really think of anyone else that even really comes close. I feel like Semi is the the height and weight in terms of strength that you need to go against LeBron, and I think he will be the guy that Celtics turn to later in the year when we need to stop LeBron. Who did we put on him last year? Crowder? Crowder, yeah. And, and that's up. a pretty good height and weight matchup as well, but obviously LeBron is LeBron, and he still got his, but... I think Semi's the best bet, at least, to try to contain him. Now, who, who's is there anyone who's considered the LeBron stopper throughout the league right now? Kawhi Leonard, yeah, That's, and right. Draymond at yeah. times, mm-hmm. but even he does not have a very strong resume against him. Obviously, as LeBron has put up insane numbers in the finals the past few years. Yeah, I can see Kawhi. Kawhi locks down anyone. Yeah, he's uh, Dion Waiters. Yeah, go Cuse. <laughs> Wesley Johnson, just to keep it on the Q strain. But um, who else? Uh, Michael Carter Williams certainly. Mm-hmm. Serge Ibaka. Uh, not, I wasn't. I wasn't going with the Q's reference here. <laughs> not going with the Q's reference. Mello, Mello, Mello. I don't know if Mello plays defense <laughs> these days, but if he was to, it's possible. Stopping on the Q strain. Uh, I jumped off the Q strain. Jumped back on the Q strain. Who else? From Q's? Uh, yeah. Uh, we had Ty thing. Lawson. No, Are he with the Qs? No, he North, to, Carolina. Yeah, oh. North Carolina. Who is the point guard? Oh, Johnny Flynn. Flynn? Flynn. Johnny yeah. Flynn. Yeah. Flynn. <laughs> Johnny Flynn. Is he even? In, he's probably not even in the league. Nah, anymore. I don't even believe he's playing anywhere. I was yeah, doing I some research the other day. He's out of China now. So yeah, uh, we had this, bring him back to the states. We had this discussion the other day in a stats class. What pick did he go, Scott? 
Over or under 10? 17th. 6th. Damn. Who was picked right after him? To the Golden State Warriors. Uh, Steph. Yes. 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 I was going to say, don't overthink it. Yeah. Johnny Uh, Flynn. (laughs) Better than Steph Curry? T-Wolves took Ricky Rubio with the 5th pick. I knew knew Ricky Rubio. And then took Johnny Flynn with the next pick, so. I remember Ricky Rubio was the most talked about yep. thing. Mm-hmm. Hit those videos of him in Spain, just drive to the lane. He'd go like behind his back mm-hmm. twice without dribbling, and just everyone thought he was gonna be crazy. And now he's never really produced. Hey, he's like, producing he's, on my fantasy team right now. He's definitely contributing. So was he the one who said that recently that he, as a kid growing up, he wished he was black, and that he always that, told his I, mom that he wanted to be black. Yeah, I feel like Ricky Rubio might. I have think said that's that. I I like. 95% sure it was him. It came out, like, I think it was this week. He has some wicked flow this year, doesn't he? He does. His hair looks Crazy hair. Yeah, so. Is he still on the jazz? Jazz. He's on the jazz now. He Because Pete Maravich? T-Wolf. Second coming. Absolutely. There you go. We're on to my bold statement of the week now, which is, uh, I would say now it's looking possible at this point. It is. The uh, Atlanta Falcons went to the Super Bowl last year. As we all know, we're up by 25 points. Late into the third. Were they? Quarter. Was it twenty-eight to three by any chance? It, I, it was, and um, uh, I know a couple companies sell flags that show that scoreboard. Um, uh, is that WTP Sports? No, no. Well, they they I, might, but I mean, you wouldn't have seen anyone purchasing. I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it on Facebook because I, I don't know. It's, no one's been sharing something yeah, like that. But Barstool knows. does. Barstool certainly does that. I can uh, get behind on, Barstool. I like Barstool them. Sports. They're good. Good company. Uh, so the Atlanta Falcons. They look like a clear favorite to return to the Super Bowl this year, uh, if not the Packers, who uh, might not well, be the case both now went, that... Both went down the toilet Yeah, real Aaron Rodgers hurt. That's going to hurt that team big time. The Falcons currently reside in third place in the NFC South with the Saints with a lead and Panthers in second, Bucks only shortly behind. And uh, my bold statement will be that the Falcons do end up finishing last in the NFC South, um, even though they were the winner last year and they went to the super bowl so who do you have winning the south right now uh i got to go with the panthers it's difficult for me to pick so i mean with the saints doing so well the saints defense i mean the saints will not put up 35 points like average a game for the rest of the year their defense is terrible people will abuse that as they have all year i mean even that game against the lions they put up numbers but the lions also put up numbers too they yeah i think what was it 40 something 30 it was 45 something? it was 45 to 10 and then it was 45 to 38 and then they yeah, ended up winning 52 yeah. 38 52 yeah well the saints the saints had 52, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so that that won't happen every game but their defense will be abused basically every game so i think the panthers with all their inconsistencies they're still much more balanced than the saints so i think the panthers edge them out It'll be a tight race. It won't be like a 12-win team. It'll be like an 11 or 10-win team, uh, team that wins that division. But the Falcons, I'd say, with a bold statement, will end up in last place. The thing with that, too, is that the Falcons could very well go 8-8, eight and eight, which to most teams would not be a bad season and finish last in that division uh-huh. the way uh, Tampa Bay, Carolina, and New Orleans have been playing. I feel like 8-8, eight and eight, I don't know if it will, but it definitely could end up being the last-place finisher in that division. So while that might not be last place in a lot of other divisions – Absolutely could be in the NFC South. They just never got over that Super Bowl loss. It's haunting. Well, they them. they did beat up on the Packers, so who knows? It's a weird. It's been a funky NFL season. It you really, really has you all can't around. Predict. So you got yeah, your so that oh. saying that it's a funky NFL season that makes this. I think my bold statement is very bold, considering Hightower's injury and the defense we have. But I think the Pats might have figured it out. So my bold statement is Pats don't win by less than 10 for the rest of the year. Playoffs, regular season, Super Bowl. Super Bowl, we're winning by 10 in everything. Very bold. Obviously, they haven't produced like we thought they would. We They don't have the fiery offense. They've been kind of inconsistent, you could say. Defense, obviously, as I said, is spotty, but... I like to believe in my Patriots, so I'm going to say that they don't lose by 10 for the rest of the season. Scott, I'm not sure if you checked the schedule, but the Dolphins are on the Pat schedule twice more. Um, taking that into account, are you still standing by this this bold statement? It's not like the, also, it's Scott, not like the uh, 
the Dolphins have let up a lot of points to a crappy team. Uh, not not a crappy team. Not a crappy team. Be careful what you say. <laughs> a um, middle of the road team. I'd rather you say tremendous, but tremendous, I'll take it. I don't know if I can go that far, but if they can let up, what was the final score last night? Forty to zero. Forty. 40, 40 it zero. was forty flat. Okay, if they can let up forty to the Dolphins, I hope Tom Brady can put up a hundred. At least. <laughs> I, I wouldn't doubt it. Uh, yeah, and then they also, I mean, the Bills. Bills. They, they, they have the a Broncos, decent defense. They still play the Broncos. Okay. But, I mean, the Broncos' offenses look pretty bad recently, so uh, who knows? It's possible, I'd say. I think one issue with your, your statement here, Scott, is that you say your team is affected by injuries currently, and I'm going to stop you right there because you'd be taking injuries into account. Oh, good. Thank you for catching that. So I uh, just want to stop you there before you make any more uh, more claims that could possibly uh, affect your prediction just right. based off injuries. Yeah, so, my, predi- my prediction might not have been as bold if I said regular season, but by adding playoffs, I think that makes it pretty bold. All right. Well, Scott, are you excluding? Because let's say the Pats do win every game by ten. Here on out will be twelve and two in week sixteen, thirteen and two in week seventeen. You'd have to assume we're resting some guys at that point. What are your thoughts on keeping that bold statement mm. in possible games without maybe Brady or other important pieces? Well, out there? you also have to don't keep we play in mind, the Dolphins? Yeah, in the last I was going to say we play the Dolphins I don't twice. Ca- in the put last Jimmy game. G at quarterback. We're still beating the Dolphins by ten. What happened last year? I will put money on that. I can guarantee that. There we and go. And who did we play last game of the season? Dolphins. I think. We so who's Dolphins. second last of the game? Last second to last game. Is it Dolphins? Bills? Dolphins? Something like that. I think. I think that's how it typically is. I'll, I'll take Jimmy up. G in both of those. I'll Jimmy G's really quickly. I, I believe in my man. My man's Tom, Tom and Jimmy, the dynamic duo. I'm pulling I'm up right now. Definitely not just stating their names repeatedly until James finds. I had this question posed to me from from uh, the great Trevor Rafferty the other day, and uh, I didn't really understand where he was coming from with it, but I'll just give it to to you I feel guys like as well. That's a common. Uh, so, would you rather have Jimmy Garoppolo oh. or Cody Kessler? Jimmy G. Uh, I would have to go with uh, Jimmy Garoppolo. I would as well, and I don't really see. Um, much of a comparison yeah. between the two. I don't either. Uh, so I was looking at the Pat's schedule. You play the Dolphins week. All right, hold on. Give me the rest of the uh, rest of the Pat's schedule. Okay. Chargers. Easy. We can win by ten. Easy. Broncos. Where? In Denver. Uh, that's a hard Tough, one. But pa- it's, it's doable. It's prime time. It's prime time. It's Sunday night. That's where the Pats have tough time. Yeah. Night game in Denver. We always have a tough time. Then we've got the Raiders. In Mexico, I believe. Oh, that's true. Uh, Patriots are Julian Edelman and Danny Amendola specifically. Big fans of Mexico. They love us down there. We'll have a home away from home advantage possible. (laughs) Then we have the Dolphins. Easy. Book it. Then we have the Bills. Doable. Then we have the Dolphins. Easy. Then we have the Steelers in Pittsburgh. What week? Week 15. Where? Pittsburgh. Yeah, mm. and then that, and that might be and your Bills and Jets. That might Both be your home. your issue right there. Week fifteen I'm at not, Pittsburgh. I'm not sold on Denver and Pittsburgh. Actually, you know, we always perform against Pittsburgh. We always turn it on. I don't know why, but I feel like we always have a great game against them. So, you know, it's bold statement for a reason. I'm not saying it's fact. It's bold. I'd like to see it happen. I think it's possible. Bold statement. Not winning by less than 10 for the rest of the season. Halftime, Leicester 40, Oxford 13. Say that Say that again. Let me Half make sure time. I heard. Halftime, Leicester 40, Oxford 13. Wow. Okay. All right. <laughs> there we go. Gee, that right. just goes uh, to show how good Oxford Northbridge is. Grafton, 14-14. Dang. That one makes me feel bad a little bit. <laughs> So I'm not go. gonna say anything though. There you go. That's our bold statements. No comment on that. <laughs> we got one at the Definitely end of the day. Definitely not salty or anything. We got one at the end of the day. Oh, I forgot about the end of the day. KD and Steph. At the end of the day, that grafting game should have been managed a little differently. <laughs> I wait. Oh, we're talking about KD and Steph. My bad. Uh, at the end of the day, control your emotions, you brats. You're by far yeah, the best team in the NBA. Yeah, quit being a bunch of sissies. You guys are on the best team in the league. Quit throwing hissy By far fits. the best team in the NBA right now. Steph's a child. Yes, he absolutely is. This is the second time he's thrown his mouthpiece in under a year. No, he throws his mouthpiece all the time. 
He yeah, throws a hissy fit. He threw this at one at the ref, which was a big deal. He's a little brat. He's and got a Katie, baby face and he's a little baby. Katie, uh, it's baby face and a baby physically, one might say. Baby face assassin. Uh. Well, he's. I would say he might have trouble playing with the rigors of uh, the NBA. So, uh, hold on. I I want to pull up a quote that I I think I have on here referring to somebody who's baby physically and baby face. I just want to read it word for word. Right, while while you do that. Oh, I have it right here. It's oh, fun. never mind. I was going to fill the time um, with saying with David Stern saying that players should be able to smoke pot. <laughs> we have some a former guest on the show, Tyler Burton. Who? Uh, Tyler Burton, T Breezy. I've, I don't know who you're talking about. I think I think you enjoyed his company. <laughs> I don't know who you're talking about. Uh, we have a quote from a. Do you know what newspaper it was or what source? No, it beats me. But uh, we had Tyler Burton, freshman point guard from Oxford, Massachusetts, is a baby physically and a baby faced. And while his body isn't ready for the rigors of uh, NEP SAC play right now, he has a future if he can shoot like he did in high school or in middle school. <laughs> I do remember when this came out. Well, clearly. Looks like he's ready for play now. He's going still, to Kansas State. Still pretty skinny. K State, yeah. The Wildcats. Uh, I got some inside information from him. He's he's leaning towards K State right about now. <laughs> that heard that got. from him directly? No, I actually heard it from the uh, guy that was recruiting him most for Kansas State, Michael Beasley. Oh. Uh, yeah, I was oh, talking so wait, to him. Did you hear this or did Doctor hear this? Uh well you heard it from it's the kind of one long one long chain. Oh, the doctor was Oh, he was supposed, supposed to come, to come on. on. What That's happened? Fine. He was uh he was too busy at the studio, but uh right, he, he really next, wants to talk about that show, low pump mixtape. Oh, perfect. We're talking about low pump next show with Dr. D. Yeah, he was he was really eager to to come in and talk about that low one. Low pump, so, low so. pump comes. Is that December seventh or December twentieth? I feel I'm, like I, it's not neither of those dates. It's no, I, closer to the seventh. If it is, it. Mm. I'll pull it up. I, I was looking into this month. one. It was either this one or Lil Uzi Vert. But we couldn't yeah. go because of a basketball game, correct? Well, we couldn't. Mm. It would be a well, strange if it's situation. A, if, anything, like, if it's anything like Yachty, he's not going to show up till half past. I typed in Lil Pump Concert B.O. Because I was typing in Boston. Uh-huh. And the top result was Lil Pump Concert Bomb Threat. Oh, so. okay then. So it should be a hell of a co- uh, concert. <laughs> Quick story. One time, James and I went to a Lil Yachty concert, and that we didn't even fun. get to see Lil Yachty. That was a fantastic He experience. didn't show up until 1, wow. and James and I, James had to be home by like 12.30, I think. Yes. So, so yeah. Uh, at the Palladium on Saturday, December 9th. I told you it was Saturday. Saturday, December wait, wait, wait. 9th. Buy tickets right I now. I must then. have been quite mistaken then because I believe that was a Friday night. Friday. I thought it was a Friday too. Low pump. Right, is this Uzi or pump? This is pump. Little Uzi pump? A little pump. Little Uzi must be uh, the 20th thing because that's the same day the Heat played the, the Celtics and it was a conflict of interest which one I was going to go to. Oh, you can get well, the general admission which is $27. Or comes with the, a free copy of the album. Or you can that's get the, uh, the VIP guest list package. How much is show. that? hundred two dollars. Yeah, I brought yeah. I brought that offer up with my good friend Nick DeLibro. He uh, immediately shot it down, sadly. But just see what the package includes. Hundred bucks will get you pit seats for Chance the Rapper. Package includes uh, one general admission ticket to the concert, early entry to the venue, and one Eskidit kit. That's for man. I can VIP only imagine or, what would be in that that's kit. VIP. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> so that's what you get. Every ticket comes with a copy of the new album. Just follow the instructions in the email you receive and to purchase. Uh, to Triple threat meet and greet at Lil Pump. Absolutely. All right. All right. That's we'll all we got. Is that, that all we got? That's all we got. Doctor D next week. Doctor D next week with Lil Pump. Trevor next week. Oh, Trevor next week. Uh, NFL midseason. Probably gonna have a hmm? analysis. Yes, we're probably gonna have a lot of changes to Super Bowl predictions. Considering Division I think you both had Packers in there, right? Probably. I had Packers. I, I didn't. I think I had Seahawks. That's probably. Yeah, you had Seahawks. Well. You had Giants. I had Giants. <laughs> all right, we're all I gonna have, have changes. <laughs> all right, so we got that. Um, no, I'm sticking with the Packers. Yeah, <laughs> good. That's very bold. That's a bold, bold statement. That's very, very. If right. the Ravens were in the NFC, um, they'd probably be my pick. But quick shout out to all the uh, seniors. This past week was Senior Week for fall sports. Football team is playing, or they played yesterday. We're recording on Friday, so tomorrow they're playing on Saturday. They played Saturday, October 28th. Uh, senior game for them. Field hockey won today. Shout out Mike Paul for what he's gonna do tomorrow. No, don't ever <laughs> shout out Mike Paul on the show ever again. I, that's enough of that. Uh, so yeah, shout out to the seniors. Uh, sad that it's coming to an end. A lot of uh, Uxbridge teams are on the verge of, or 
praying, crossing their fingers. Playoffs on the line. I know the soccer team. Both soccer teams are. Well, boys are good. Boys are good now. I no, Chris or are. Alex was telling me yeah. they need a couple of games to go, <laughs> uh, go their way. I know the girls. I think have girls have to win tomorrow, and they beat Hope. They Dale's play tomorrow. Six, yeah. Oh wait, yeah, I got rescheduled. Oh, okay. they're playing at the same time as you, I believe. Oh, that's. They beat Hopedale six to one last time, so hopefully they can come through again. Hopefully, but, I mean Oxford and so. Prouty were a different story when they played them, unfortunately. Yeah. So that's all, right. all we got. So shout out to you seniors. Shout out to everyone who listens. Shout out Justin Timberlake for the opening music. Shout out Diesel. Uh, shout out Barstool just because we hate WTP Sports. What? Who? Oh, I'm gonna speak. Alright, not speaking for you guys, but yikes! Not a fan. <laughs> not a fan. Come at me. I don't care. Last thing. <laughs> I don't care. Happy quarter year anniversary. Yeah, 13 shows strong. Right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. We haven't missed a week yet. We're reliable. Sign us WTP. We're out. Yeah. Follow us on Twitter. Subscribe. Smash that subscribe button. Follow me on Twitter, WTP James Stark. Mm, I don't think that's your handle. Shoot. Uh, yeah, so follow us on Twitter. Tell your friends to listen to the show. Tell them to subscribe. You subscribe. Sub- subscribe again. Tell your friends to subscribe again. And listen again next week. Trevor Rafferty, Dr. D, Lil Pump. It's going to be a good show. See you then. I'm out. Have a good night. Shout out Frank Barbuda. I'm out. Good night. Peace out. <laughs>